Hey y'all, AB3 here. Before we get started with today's show, I just want to give you a couple of updates on the greatest hunting app that there is right now. Of course, I'm talking about the Onyx Hunt app. I have it. I don't go into the woods without it. Onyx Hunt, man, that application saved me so many times. I want to tell you about the wind and weather. We all know that plays a big part in what we do, how we decide to hunt, where we decide to hunt. And when you have the Onyx Hunt application, you can see hour by hour forecasts for wind speed and direction. Check it out for the next eight days, any spot that you hunt on your map up to the next eight days. That means you can plan, plan ahead, kind of like how they said in the AT movie, plan ahead, amigo. You can do that when you got the Onyx Hunt app. Weather updates coming from 100,000 weather stations, refreshed every 15 minutes. Large intuitive visuals make it easier for hunters to identify weather patterns, make those in-moment decisions, switch it up, kill those big deer, kill those big elk, get after those ducks and geese, making quick on-the-spot decisions, man, to help you be successful. Trim tracks, man. If you got the trim tracks, you can easily get to and from your stand. Sometimes you forget to turn your trim tracker off. Now with the trim tracks, you can trim those extra steps, get it down to a precise, direct route in and out of your hunt area. Onyx Hunt, know where you stand. Make sure if you don't have it for your Android or your iPhone, it is available. You can also use it on your browser. Web maps are available. Whatever you choose to use, just make sure you're using Onyx Hunt. Stone Mountain, Georgia. This is the Bryant Land Show. Hosted by Proud Gamecock and South Carolinian AB3. All right, everybody, welcome to another Monday, another Bryant Land Show. Appreciate you guys taking the time, making the download, coming through. Hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. On yesterday, you got your significant other, everything she or he wanted, uh, whether it be your uh, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, wife, all that good stuff. Hopefully everyone uh, got what they needed uh, for Valentine's Day, um, including... Uh, all the folks that may not have had a Valentine or be single or as they call it, single awareness day. Hopefully um, you had a good day yesterday. You know, I, I've noticed that people find ways to uh, get through certain things. You know, they will take a traditional holiday and flip it uh, in order to uh, make it fit for them. I saw 
all kinds of stuff on my timeline as far as like uh, I think it was like Galatian or Gal- uh, Galentine or something like that day, um, which is like I guess a Valentine's Day amongst friends. Uh, there's a lot of women posting about um, the Galentine. Um, of course, Single Awareness Day when you know all the single people. You know they're just like well. Whatever, this Valentine's Day thing, you know, it's Single Awareness Day. Um, and then, of course, my uh, one of the other ones that I saw, you know, all the, you know, loving me and self-love is the best love and self-care is the best care. That, I mean, all of that to me is just code for, you know, I don't have a man um, or, you know, if you're female or for, you know, guys, um, there were some guys uh, posting for that. It's just kind of code like, uh, all right, we get it. You don't have anybody. We got it. You know, you're telling the world that you're okay with it or whatever, but nevertheless, either way, hopefully February 14th was a wonderful day for those of you participating in the Valentine's day shenanigans. Um, as for the show this week, it is all about food. Every now and then, I like to talk about some of the different ways that I get to enjoy wild game. Um, and today is going to be a day where we're just going to talk about some food that I've had a chance to experience. Uh, some food that I love that I've put in, that I've put my own wild game twist on it uh, with traditional dishes like, you know, burgers and spaghetti, you know, just doing something different uh, with deer meat. And then I try something for the first time that I had not tried before. Uh, So you're going to have to stick around and uh, get to that. But it is something that we have talked about at nauseum. If you are a devout listener of the Bryantland show. First of all, thank you. Second of all, you know, we've talked about this subject, like I said, plenty of times. And I did something that I said that I would not do. I finally did it. But like I said, you got to stick around to the end uh, to find out about that. So Without further ado, we're going to dive in, talk about some different foods. Uh, But before I do, just want to remind you, make sure if you're not already doing it, you're listening to our podcast on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, bryantlandcountry.com. We have everything on our website. We got merch. We got our podcasts. We got videos. So make sure you are listening to our podcast on bryantlandcountry.com dot com want to say thank you and send a big shout out to the folks over at onyx hunt they are sponsoring our podcast our friends at irish setter boots are keeping us fitted in the boot game getting us with nice boots for our hunts and stuff especially with turkey season coming up irish setter boots want to say thank you to those folks and of course we're talking food today So the folks at Traeger Grills, Traeger Grills, get your Traeger on. want to say a big shout out, big thank you uh, to those fine folks as well. Now, let's get started and let's talk about food. So 
by no stretch of the imagination am I considered a food connoisseur by any level. Um, when you think about food connoisseurs, I think about former guests that I've had on the show, uh, Rachel and Wade from uh, Elevated Wow, my boy uh, Jonathan from uh, Black Duck Revival. Those are folks that really are food connoisseurs, great cooks, um, and make, you know, really good entrees, have like garnishes and, you know, really do like a presentation and, and whatnot. I'm just an old country cook, okay? That's basically what it boils down to. And I like, you know, I like what I like. And when it comes to food and trying new things, um, you know, I have a rule of thumb, especially going to a restaurant, that anything that I pay for, anything that I'm paying for, um, you know, I'm not experimenting. That's basically, you know, my rule of thumb. If I if I'm paying, I'm not experimenting. I'm going to get, you know, what I uh, what I know, and I'm pretty much going to stick uh, into that lane. Um, but with the theme of this podcast being, you know, trying new foods, the one thing that I want to share with y'all, you know, a couple of months back, one of the new recipes that I tried was uh Dominican spaghetti. And I have some Dominican friends and they basically said, we'd never heard of what the hell you're talking about. Well, it's a recipe. It's online. Um, a friend of mine on Facebook gave me the recipe. I followed it to the T, which is something for me that is very rare. I'm not a big, you know, following type uh, person when it comes to recipe. I kind of just kind of do my own thing. But with this, the Dominican spaghetti, basically I made it with venison. Obviously, most people, they make spaghetti with beef and, you know, things of that nature. But most of the time, uh, whenever I do a spaghetti or any kind of pasta, as long as I got uh, ground venison, I'm going to do, do it with that. Um, so just real quick, the Dominican spaghetti, box of spaghetti, and you can use any kind of spaghetti. Sometimes when I make spaghetti, I don't use the noodles. I like to use, um, you know, like the curly uh, noodles. Even sometimes I like to use the bow tie uh, pasta. I don't always, excuse me, like to use uh, just the regular stringy spaghetti. I'm also a firm pasta kind of guy. I like the, you know, texture and stuff. You know, I don't like real wet, you know, noodly kind of kind of pasta but anyway so you do your you do your box of pasta uh half a teaspoon of minced garlic minced garlic excuse me chopped cilantro uh very fine chopped onion um finely sliced uh peppers red and green um for the you know like the color and stuff now most people well, the recipe, I should say, called for just regular old um, ragu um, sauce, spaghetti sauce. I personally, when I made mine, um, I like the chunky with the um, garden veggies, um, I believe is the, is the kind of ragu that I like to do. 
Um, and then, or you can use the eight ounce of a uh, Goya uh, tomato sauce. Um, if I don't use like the ragu chunky, then I will use like the, um, I think like Heinz, like tomato paste or um, tomato sauce, that kind of deal. Um, half a cup of milk, a teaspoon of butter, um, a bouillon cube, which I thought was really interesting. Um, I did a chicken bouillon cube in it, and uh, that was really, really good. You use that um, to add for the uh, the flavoring. Um, I also had the starchy water, um, which uh, I had no idea if you go back to that post about making uh, Dominican spaghetti. I had no idea um, about starchy water. But uh, either way, did the starchy water, uh, followed the recipe down to a T, and then the Dominican spaghetti came out really well. It was a twist on, you know, just your regular garden variety spaghetti that we've all been taught to make probably since we were like 8, 9, 10 years old. And then putting a, like I said, but putting a twist on that with the uh, venison, uh, with ground venison um, that I used before. So there you go. Dominican spaghetti. It's great. We're going to move on here to something else. Now, outside of backstrap, uh, which is, you know, like the most coveted part of the deer in certain circles burgers are my favorite and one of the things that i tried this year with doing my deer burgers well i tried two things first thing i tried a lipton onion soup seasoning like the powder that you put in you make the onion soup with um, a very dear friend of mine um, who doesn't hunt anything, doesn't eat anything that I kill, but makes uh, one hell of a set of regular hamburgers put me onto this. So what she does is she takes uh, the Lipton and dump it into, you know, the ground beef or whatever, mix it up do all that good stuff. I had never tried it before until I tried one of her burgers. And of course, as soon as I tried one of her regular hamburgers, I already knew that I was going to try it on uh, deer burgers once I got a couple of deer down uh, this year. So with that being said, that is one of my new go-tos for doing deer burgers. It's basically taking venison, ground venison, taking and depending on how many packs of uh ground visit ground venison that you use uh you can use one pack of uh lipton if you use um uh two packs of ground venison then i may use two packs of lipton just depends on uh, how much venison that you got and of course uh your seasoning taste of course seasoning is all about you know seasoning the taste or whatnot so Let's just say if I'm doing one pack of ground venison, I'll take one pack of the uh, Lipton seasoning, dump it in a bowl, mix it up, dump some breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs I don't really measure. You know, know, just finish running down a recipe uh, for 
the spaghetti and how it went step by step by step and measure and all that other good stuff. More often than not, I just kind of just put stuff in there basically off a of feel and what, you know, feels right. You know, there's a, a, a old joke that says, you know, like black folks, we don't season anything. We just put enough seasoning on there until we hear the ancestors whisper in our ear. That's enough, child. So <laughs> that's kind of how I season a lot of the things that I end up uh, end up cooking. So breadcrumbs, you get your Lipton seasoning, put it in. And the breadcrumbs, of course, um, is to hold the burger or is for holding the burgers together. Uh, you can use egg. I know some people that do that. I like to use unseasoned breadcrumbs. Um, and the thing about that is I don't, when I get my venison, when I get ground venison, I get it 100% straight venison. Some people get it cut like with uh, pork fat or some other kind of fat uh, just so it can stick together to give it, you know, like a texture to hold together. Me personally, I want 100% lean uh, venison and so then I'll take you know the breadcrumbs to hold them together your Lipton seasoning mash them all together in the bowl pat them down make your patties make your handmade patties or if you got a patty maker use that put those jokers on the grill and then you're good to go so that is my twist on deer burgers using the Lipton seasoning and then for me if I use the Lipton then I will not use anything else uh on uh those burgers as far as seasoning so those are my uh deer burgers and they actually come out they are really 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 good Brightland. all right a couple weeks ago i had a chance to go to arkansas uh got an invite from uh, my man jonathan at black duck revival i urge you if you have not checked out black duck revival uh, it is a great story behind that lodge. There's also two episodes uh, worth, if you go back into the archives, um, with uh, Jonathan and uh, Black Duck Revival, and then another episode, Summer Revival. Um, I urge you to check those out. Basically, the long of the short of that place is that it was a old church um, a uh, abandoned church, which uh, Jonathan, through his own sweat equity and it is basically his own bare hands, he remodeled and turned it into a hunting camp, um, a hunting lodge. It is really, really awesome. Five star, in my opinion, type place. Um, so if you're ever going through Brinkley, Arkansas, or if you ever just kind of out there and you need a place, you know, to kind of stay if you're doing like a little getaway or something like that, especially if you're doing any kind of public land hunting in Arkansas, that is the place to kind of go and check out. So that's Black Duck Revival. Jonathan invited me down there on a snow goose hunt. I'll talk more about the snow goose hunt uh, probably in another episode. The takeaway though is a food piece uh you know jonathan worked in the restaurant industry before he opened up black duck revival so he is an amazing cook um it's the first time i had a chance to try uh some of his food and one of the things that i tried down there uh that i had never eaten before was uh snow goose 
heart. Um, I've never eaten heart of any kind. Um, I've taken plenty of hearts. I've broken a few hearts uh, in my lifetime, but never have I ever ate a cooked heart. Uh, matter of fact, haven't even eaten an uncooked heart um, for that matter. But uh, Jonathan basically took it, uh, got a little, um, I forgot what they call the pot. It's like the little portable, um, little portable cookers, uh, hot plate. That's what I was looking for. I started to say Bunsen burner. I knew damn well that wasn't what it was. Uh, basically cooked it on a hot plate, uh, seasoned it. Uh, I think it was just like some basic salt and pepper, uh, put it in the, um, hot plate, kind of flipped it around a little bit. First time I had ever tried it. Um, safe to say I'm good on that one. Uh, it's one of those things where we can check it off. I can say I've done it. Um, I don't see myself doing it again. If you've never tasted any kind of heart before, um, it is a very rubbery, spongy uh, taste to it. I, um, you know, like I said, I tried it. It's not something that I think I would be apt to try again. I know a um, another fellow that has come through on uh, on this podcast from uh, KLO Outdoors. He talked about um, you know deer heart, and in his opinion, Old Kenny said that the deer heart was the best part. Um, I have not tried deer heart. Uh, but if it is anything like Snow Goose Heart, uh, I think I'm good on that. Yep, uh, I'm going to be good on that. So check it off. Try something new. Um, wasn't really a fan, but, um, you know, we, we, we did it, so we're good. On the same Snow Goose Hunt that I went on a couple weeks ago, I tried something that I said that I would be very reluctant in trying. Um, you know, I don't like to say never about a lot of things because um, you just don't know what could happen. Uh, but here on this adventure, uh, if you will, that I went on for the very first time y'all i tried raccoon and now long time listeners of the brightland show know it is very well documented you can listen to many many episodes i've had many guests on that have tried to talk me into or tell me that, you know, raccoon is good. Matter of fact, just a few weeks ago, we had Jamel McBride on. His family has been hunting coons in South Georgia for over 100 years. And he talked about how great uh, his uncle and his dad can prepare a raccoon, how wonderful it takes. Um, I've had, like, several other guest on in the past uh, that have told me and have talked about, you know, how great raccoon is. The uh, 
the old trash panda, as they are called uh, by some people. And, and that name right there alone would make you think, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm good on anything that has trash in its first name, right? Like nobody, nobody wants to eat that. But this man invited me down. Um, I was very happy to go down, be a part of the experience uh, that he was sharing with uh, some uh, some other hunters of different backgrounds. And like I said, we had raccoon. I ate it. It was braised. Braised raccoon. Uh, I think it was in the oven for almost six hours. And if I am 100% truthfully and honest with y'all, the braised raccoon was pretty good. I can't lie. It it was pretty good. Um, Had a very beefy roast taste to it. Not 100% sure of uh, everything that old Jonathan put in the braised raccoon, um, how he fully prepared it, but it was a uh, braised, braised raccoon. Uh, there was uh, some uh, kind of a sweet potato um, on the side, uh, sweet potato type, um, uh, I don't want to say concoction, but some kind of sweet potato uh, thing that Jonathan made. It wasn't just straight sweet potato, um, but the braised raccoon uh, was really good. So you've heard it here on February 15th, 2021. I am letting you guys know that your boy, AB3, has tried raccoon. Now, the kicker, I cannot say that I won't ever try it again. I do not, however, see myself ever trying to cook and prepare one. It is very much like the old adage where people say, you know, they don't want to know how the sausage is made. I don't want to know how the coon's made. I don't want to be a part of cleaning it. I don't want to be a part of, uh, you know, dressing and cleaning uh, raccoon, getting it prepared uh, to go in, you know, whatever dish you're making in the oven or pull raccoon or whatever the heck, uh, you're doing to the raccoon. Um, I'll take the final product. Um, you know, I may taste the final product again, but I can safely say it and I can tell y'all that I want absolutely zero, no part in trying to make preparation uh, for raccoon, so, um, but yeah, you know, it was it it, it it was good. Um, like I said, if I'm being 100 percent honest, it was it was good. Uh, tasted like I said, not a lot like um, you know beef, uh, but I ate it. It was good. I don't know, like I said, if I'll ever do it again, but uh, but we'll see. We will definitely see brightland so yeah man new foods snow goose heart putting a twist on deer burgers which i absolutely love um dominican spaghetti absolutely love that cook that with uh some some venison one other thing real quick too that I had shared with me that I really enjoyed was um, jalapeno cheddar deer sticks. Now, I've done deer sticks before. 
you know, basically like a like a deer jerky. But uh, my good friend Antonio Marsh uh, from Hunting with the Marshes uh, gave me a pack of jalapeno cheddar deer sticks. And I must tell you, my processor here in Georgia does not make them. But Antonio and I are definitely going to have to make a deal next year, some sort of trade to uh, get me on the jalapeno cheddar deer sticks uh, because those things, uh, as the kids used to say, were thebomb.com. So that was one more thing that uh, you can add to my uh, trying new foods or trying new diff- trying different ways of uh, preparing and eating foods um, that – I had a chance to uh, to try out, and I really enjoyed that. So uh, shout out to uh, Antonio and uh, for giving me those jalapeno cheddar deer sticks, man. I really enjoyed that. Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. AB3, your boy, I tried raccoon. I Like I said, tried snow goose heart. Jury's still out on that. Don't know if I really like that. You know, my deer burgers, I enjoy that. The Dominican spaghetti. Uh, just trying to get better at presentation of food when I have people over. Um, so, you know, always a work in progress, trying new things. Uh, before I put a bow on this uh, episode, I want to say thank you to everyone that joined the impromptu Instagram live while I was recording this episode last night when I was putting this together, I said, hey, why not do an Instagram live? Just try it, you know, just something something different, something to do. I uh, had some folks show up. So if you're listening to the final product, the final version of this podcast, really appreciate y'all taking the time to uh, come through and check out the Instagram live. As always, man, make sure y'all are telling five people to tell five more people about our podcast. Make sure you're checking our podcast out on BryantLandCountry.com. That is our website, BryantLandCountry.com. Make sure you are listening to the podcast there and telling people about that podcast. Hope you guys have a great, amazing week. And then come back next week, next Monday, right here for another episode of The Bryant Land Show.